Welcome to the Chris Oldcorn Show. I have an interview today I did the other day with the Elliott Lake Mayor. We'll be right back after the break with that interview. Hold tight. And welcome back. I'm Chris Oldcorn, and I am joined now by the Mayor of Elliott Lake, Dan Marcella. Now, Dan is at his home, uh, just like we're supposed to, uh, and stay in. he's staying in isolation and joining us via video chat. Welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, uh, Chris. Uh, very much appreciated that you're, you're getting the word out to stay home as much as possible, and uh, everyone should be uh, attempting to self-isolate in some capacity other than uh, essential travel or going out for uh, you know, the essential groceries, uh, pharmacy trips. Um, so... Thank you. Yeah, no problem. I'm happy to give you a platform to get the word out. Um, okay, so first thing I'm going to mention to you is a tweet from one of our local councillors here in uh, the Sault Ste. Marie city here. Uh, it's uh, Matthew Shoemaker, and uh, he's responding to um, the APH not identifying the locations of positive cases. And uh, we do know that three of the ten positive cases are in Elliott Lake. Now, he says in his tweet, this is a bad practice at Algoma Health. Residents deserve to know whether COVID-19 is present in their community. I'm calling on APH to release the details of where cases are from. Now, my question for you is, why did you decide to announce that there was uh, positive cases of COVID-19 in your community? Uh, because I can't even get Algoma Public Health to even confirm, even though it's been in the news, uh, and widely reported to even confirm that there's a single case in Elliott Lake. Well, it's, it's very interesting, uh, Chris, um, how the information's been rolling out. Mm -hmm. um, Algoma Public Health is supposed to be our most integral partner uh, through this pandemic and, and along with emergency, re emergency response uh, uh, teams for the communities. So what was posted by them uh, with some of the first cases was where the the case was confirmed as far as a testing center yeah so knowing where the testing centers are they were very clear that confirmed case from a family health team testing center elliott lake being the only community with the family health team running the testing center yes now immediately following that we had on one of our uh, social media sites uh information start to go out public right away. And so uh, there was a lot of scrambling right off the bat to uh, try and confirm the the rumors that were coming out of this site. And uh, we were able to confirm that, yes, the case was in, in, in our community. Um, it's important for our CEMCs, that's the Community Emergency Management Control Groups, to have this information in a, in a timely manner in order for us to be able to respond proactively. Um, not having that communication directly from Algoma Public Health was very detrimental uh, to us. And without that changing, that structure changing, um, we're going to have larger concerns in the future. And, and I'm hoping that we don't see this start to spread through communities. But if that becomes the case, we have to be able to uh, lock down the areas of concern. And the responses from Algoma Public Health as far as uh, protecting the identity. Um, nobody in, in any of our emergency management groups are asking for the identity of the individuals. We're asking for uh, 
timely, concise information on a new case being, A, there's a new case. We don't care the sex, the age, their address. I don't need to know any of that. Mm -hmm. We need to know there's a new case, when it was confirmed, and how they acquired the, the virus itself. So right now, we know that the three cases that, that uh, have been in Elliott Lake uh, were all acquired through travel abroad. That's very, very different than, uh, say, somebody getting the, uh, getting the virus at a local grocery store or the pharmacy or at the dollar store. That's when, you know, we'll have to take extreme measures to, to lock that down. Um, but if Algoma Public Health isn't sharing this information, um, it makes it extremely hard for, again, our emergency management teams to be able to do anything about this. Uh, we're supposed to be working together on this. Uh, so, and I've said it over and over again, we're fighting an invisible enemy. Yes. And it's very, very difficult to fight that invisible enemy when you have your, your number one ally working against you. Yeah, actually, I'll, I'll read a couple of your quotes about Algoma Public Health. Uh, you said... Um, to be blunt and honest, public health communications have been unreliable, weak, late to table, and frankly not forthcoming at all. You also said, um, but thus far for Algoma Public Health, I have been ignored by their senior management from the Sioux for over a week now, and that's not acceptable. I'm not the only one facing this issue. And I agree, you're not the only one facing this issue. I had that exact same issue of not, no emails returned, no phone calls returned up until yesterday when all of a sudden... Dr. Liu became available for an interview after Monday morning. I announced that I was going to be doing a special on Thursday night on Algoma Public Health and their lack of communications and some of the ways that they're actually using communi communication strategies that actually don't inform the public and it's on purpose. Like the, they're doing stuff that is literally you take in PR and communications courses about how to release information if you want the least amount of people to actually find out about it. Uh, and I'll be dealing with that Thursday night at 8 p.m. Or sorry, 7 p.m. Uh, so uh, my second question for you is, you know, can you describe the communications you have had with Algoma Public Health? So Algoma Public Health actually has a representative on our uh, emergency management uh, team. Okay. Uh, and she has been uh, as forthcoming as possible, but she's not receiving uh, timely information herself. Um, as of this morning, uh, I did receive a, a response from Algoma Public Health. Um, I have forwarded uh, my my initial request was April first, mm -hmm. so four days ago. Uh, I have forwarded that to go to the board. Um, I've also been trained in communication uh, both with D and D and as the mayor, um, and I disagree with the, the practices that are going on. So the the response I finally received after two weeks this morning uh, basically told me that Algoma Public Health has a website with all the information that I might need to know, including uh, uh, hotline phone numbers for yeah. any mm -hmm. other questions I might have. Oh, yes. I, uh, yeah, I received that email too. <laughs> it's not, it's it's not like, very thank effective. You. Um, I'll just go to Algoma Public Health's website. Yeah. Um, and then like no other information. It's like I, I get in front of a camera three times a day. 8 a.m., 1 p.m., 7 p.m., talk to the people in Algoma, and I can get almost nothing out of them. Up until yesterday, I couldn't even get a phone call or an email basically returned other than one. Since this entire thing started at the beginning of March, I've received two responses in total from Algoma Public Health. 
and that's it. And they give me the same info that they're just they sent to you, like, oh, just check our website. Um, yeah. without really giving any detailed information. And actually, just speaking about information, um, the first case you had, which was released that you guys released at 8 p.m. on March 31st, APH didn't come out and say there was another case until April 2nd at 2.30 in the afternoon. That was 42 and a half hours from the time you came forward and said that there was a case and when Algoma Public Health even bothered to confirm that there was even a new case. And I had sent them multiple emails saying, can you confirm a new case? Can you confirm a new case? Got no response and then finally it popped up 42 and a half hours later after you informed your community. Um, is that kind of a representative of how you feel and how you find Algoma Public Health has responded? Like, how did it take them almost two entire days to actually tell the public that there was a case anywhere in Algoma, even though we knew it was in um, Elliott Lake? But, how, like, how did the other two cases, was there a timely response between when you found out that it, there was a case and when they went public? Like, how were the other two in terms of timing? Because 42 and a half um, hours is completely un unacceptable, That it takes them there, there that long. There was no confirmations from Algoma Public Health on them. Uh, uh, we're very fortunate that we have uh, strong ties with our other community partners. Okay. And it's through our community partners that we're getting this information. 48 hours is detrimental, especially if this uh, was a, a communal thing. If, if somebody yeah. had gotten this uh, at a grocery store um, and we're finding out 48 hours later, can you imagine how many additional cases we'd have in our community within 48 hours of individuals potentially uh, touching or coming in contact with the, the, the same individual. Oh, I, absolutely. I, I totally agree problem. with you. I mean, as someone who's trying to get information out to the public, I do find it extremely frustrating um, that it took 42 and a half hours for them to actually come out and say there was another case. And a lot of the a lot of areas in Algoma are very small towns and cities that only have like 800 people or a thousand people. If you have someone that's walking around for two days on top, oh, after you've tested them and found out that they actually have COVID-19, never mind the, how much they were walking around and going to stores prior to being tested, like that can easily spread like wildfire through a community. And, and you can see it in, in places like long-term care homes where like one or two people get it and then two weeks later, there's like 50 people with it. Um, oh yeah. It, it's, yeah. <laughs> the whole home would be would be full. And in yeah. Elliott Lake, we, you know, half of our population is retired. Yes. That's yeah. half of our population that, that meets the vulnerable sector criteria. Yeah. And respectfully, the excuses that are coming out of the uh, senior officer of, of health right now at APH, as far as the uh, Privacy Protection Act, uh, this does not uh, mesh very well. We're not asking for uh, information that tells me the person's address, where mm -hmm. to find them. We're asking for, there's a case, there's a new case, and how they acquired the virus. That is it, no identifiable in, in, information. That being said, the next response uh, that I saw in the news had to do with concerns of vigilantism. We all respect and understand that these are family members in our community. It's not their fault that they, they ended up sick. Yep. We need to protect them and we need to protect other people from them. Absolutely. The major, major point that needs to come across to APH and their practices are not the same practices that are going on everywhere else in, in the country. And, and again, 
as you mentioned, Al Algoma District spans 700 kilometers. I know on their website they've broken it down into four sectors, still being you know uh, 200 kilometer clusters each, which make no sense. Oh yeah. Saint being on its own, Elliott Lake has 11,000 people. So other than Sault Ste. Marie, we're the largest city in in Algoma District. Um, then I use the word the term city loosely. We could be a village. We could be uh, a town. Realistically. If something happens in Blind River and Horn Payne, their emergency teams need to know immediately so that they can respond appropriately immediately. And and 42 hours, two days is not enough. And Algoma Public Health still never came back and said, yes, these, these were Elliott Lake. We identified it ourselves uh, through our partners here in the community. It, it is not acceptable. This is not proper practice for communications, especially not in an emergency situation. Absolutely. I totally agree with you on that. Um, it, it's extremely frustrating, um, especially when I'm in a town when there's three media options. It's not like Algoma Public Health. It's not Toronto where there's like 50 different stations they have to deal with. You know, like we're the only television station in this town. Um, it's not like there's 20 different television stations in this town they have to reach out to and do things like interviews and send information and so on. Um, thank you very much for joining us. We've been joined with the mayor of Elliott Lake from his house where he is staying home. We'll be right back. That was my interview with the Elliott Lake mayor. I'd like to thank him for joining us. You've been watching The Chris Olcorn Show. I'm Chris Olcorn. You can follow me on social media on Instagram and Twitter, at Chris Olcorn, and I'll see you back here on Monday. Have a fantastic weekend.